Alright, we're back again, rather quickly this time. We're at episode 18. Uh, today I'm with my old buddy Francisco Agudo. Howdy. Um, we, yeah, he's, uh, I guess I would call you a tattooer and a fine artist. You, you definitely work in both regards. That's a compliment. You, you sell your drawings. Yeah, I do. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have, I've paid my bills through through my drawings. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I guess we met probably in 2008 or 9. Yeah, 2008, I think, yeah. or 9, or some, right. yeah, something like that. Right, right, right. And I was the first person to put tattoo equipment in your hands, and, yeah. and it's really neat that that's what you do professionally. Yeah. Like, you, you really fucking ran with it. Yeah, you had the biggest hand in doing, or me being where I'm at now. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Because it's like, you know, it's like some people run with those opportunities as I hand them out to people and yeah. some, some don't. Yeah. Know? So it's just kind of, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. And you were the first person that I got to see like the other side of tat- tattooing and what, oh, right. what the, the possibilities. Right. And, and from the person's, the tattooer sitting in the chair's perspective. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, right. uh, you know, as you described it to me it was like a a a skilled trade that can fucking give you everything and take you it's true everywhere it depends on what you do with it exactly right now right 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 so let's go back i like to start at the beginning with childhood and Uh whatnot so let people kind of know where you were born and raised and yeah 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 um i was born in east bay area california um, like Oakland, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some and, people uh, don't know East, Bay. right, they right, know right. And I, Oakland, I think about that sometimes, but a lot of the time I don't. Yeah, it doesn't fucking. I'm just like, yeah, the East Bay area, people, you know, yeah. San Francisco Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's actually quite a few different cities that yeah. make up the Bay. Exactly. Area, it's, right? It seems like it's getting bigger. Also, yeah, which yeah. doesn't make sense. Like new the, cities. Yeah, the Bay area included. is touching yeah. the fucking Bay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Oakland. Yeah, yeah. I was born there, and um, I grew up uh, in the like Pittsburgh Bay Point area. Yeah. Um, had a really you know great childhood um, until I was you know a, a young lad. Uh, oh. I think maybe probably twelve is when I started getting into trouble and, and what kind of trouble? Writing graffiti and drugs uh, and drinking and graffiti. Yeah, that's actually a great thing to start at twelve. Uh, yeah, I didn't start until I was like seventeen or eighteen. It was already like, oh, you'd be an older guy in that scene. There was a, a train layup, and they would uh, store holy rollers. Like uh, I could fucking see them from yeah my front so you porch. Had a spot. I can like walk a, there broad daylight and paint. It's you like know, a kid that lives next to the skate park. Yeah, it's just it. like you get, <laughs> it's even. Right there. I remember being younger and like just you know throwing rocks at the trains and you know hanging out like underneath yeah. the little bridges by the creeks trains. and just yeah. that's what you do. Your parents like get lost, you know. Yeah. Like okay, just go hang out with the train and climb all over them and then yeah. and then you see the graffiti and then like yeah. I had an older cousin kind of guy and he wrote graffiti and he's like you should do this with this name I was like okay what year was that uh that must have been 98 90 90s so trying to place oh no uh yeah 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 90 yeah 97 
Okay. 97. Cool. So 97. 96, 97, something little, like that. A little dude just yeah. getting into graffiti. Yeah, that's just what, complete... I've been uh, posting a lot of throwbacks on my Yeah, Instagram I love it. Feed. It's so tight. And lately, it's been 97. Yeah, so tight. 97, 98. And that was an interesting time. A lot of evolution. Yeah. And I was going through... That's when I left San Francisco for a little while and moved mm-hmm. to London. So there's like a weird gap there right around that time too. Yeah. That's cool. So you were coming up at that time. Yeah. Wow. What a fun, fun time to be coming up. Fuck, in that. dude. I like it was it was wild. And You're you know, lucky. San Francisco is cracking. Like Well, and Oakland. so was Berkeley and Oakland. Yeah. That's just sure. it. Like if you were just a Bay Area like a little guy, I mean you would have had the opportunity to see some really uh amazing pre-internet shit yeah really. well i guess that was internet was already kicking but but you was, had to like it have it it was know? different then yeah it was still i remember the hip-hop uh, house parties and stuff in that era in oakland and whatnot that were fucking incredible and warehouse parties you know mm-hmm. and crew beef and oh yeah you know all, all that, that stuff and you were just a little Oakland hood rat dude just doing it huh that's cool just being a fucking toy, you know? Yeah. Just, like, trying to figure it out. So, did you get caught I... and stuff? And... Um, no. Like, mm. I didn't ever, at that point, yeah. you know, in time. Did it never... friction with your folks? Did they they didn't know? really know or right. understand, right. you know? Like, right. they right. just, like, where are you going? Like, running, <laughs> excuse me, running through, like, the, the garage to fucking find my dad's, like, construction paint to go... <clears throat> fucking scratch my name on the right. trains you know like it, right. it just like wait you're doing what like yeah what you know yeah. and all they wanted me to do is be like a baseball star or like a sports guy you know and i was and i was like athletic um <coughs> and then i found skateboarding and graffiti and drugs and yeah. girls and uh but you did the kind of did you do like little league and soccer and oh yeah 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 i did kid. i was like active normal. yeah I, like i would say more active in in sports like i there was no time off it went from and i'm not even sure of like the the order but it was baseball basketball football like yeah and and then oversecting like well i can't go to your practice because I, it's the end of this season and i like yeah. can't bail on them so like as a little guy yeah it was yeah. just like one thing to the next so yeah. i was like Always busy. Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. busy. Wow. Um, I was a bit of a jock as a little guy. Yeah. And I did play varsity volleyball in high school. Yeah. Got a letter. Did you get a letter? No, I didn't make uh, it that far in high school. I got. Oh, that's so. That's the thing. You got kind of sidetracked. By, yeah. Uh, drugs, girls, graffiti, in the, and and in the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I, I, uh, I Were left. Were you drawing as a little kid? I was always like, I remember making the decision in second grade. I had my best friend. His dad was an architect, but also because he was an architect, he would draw, you know, and he had cool drawings yeah. around the house. And because he drew, his son drew, was my best friend. Okay. We'd skateboard all day after school together, you know? Yeah. Um, and he could draw so sick. Like, yeah. in second grade, he was sick. You know yeah. what I mean? We'd I just mean, copy. By his father. We'd copy yeah. Alien Workshop decks right. and making, like, Taz and, you yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Right, uh, right, right. And he could do it spot on like yeah. it, there was no difference mine like wow. looked like no, I, there's a real I mimicked skill it and being able to 
you know, render the proportions of something correctly yeah. in sketch form. You know, yeah, whatever. World Industries graphics and like all yeah. of those like fun cartoony stuff. We just I mimic loved all of that. that shit. Yeah, it was cool. Because again, that what would that have been late nineties. It would have been like it was like point. ninety, yeah, ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. In there, because that's when I was working at Think. Yeah, ninety three to ninety seven, and that era of graphics was great. And I always thought that the World Industries um, from that era were the best ones. Yeah, like what Flame Boy and well, Wet Willie, and even then the, to me before, before that, that yeah. was you know like the blind, uh, the little you know, guy way back. Yeah, Mark McKee. I think did a lot of those graphics and uh, uh, I smoked too much weed before he started the interview <laughs> for me to start recalling names <laughs> yeah, and shit of artists but yeah no I was I was terribly affected by all of that yeah and then it translated into how I drew stuff or think yeah for sure I tried to take the best parts of each thing mm-hmm. as well as I could yeah I, I didn't know of I mean like I was being I guess I was starting to be aware of, of like actual names in graffiti, but I yeah. didn't know that you were doing that. No, you know what a I lot mean? of people didn't. A lot of people didn't know about uh, what, you know, it's like something a lot of us just never talked about, like what our day job was. Sure. And a lot of like the homies were professionals, you know, and mm-hmm. it was just such a trip to, you know, it was like our friend Jace, mm-hmm. you know, it was a madcap graffiti writer. Like monster, the most pro- prolific, right? Yeah, but he had professional jobs before he was a paint distributor. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he worked with computers and he had to stay current with the technology and stuff. And you would never really yeah, that's think wild that to think about Jay bombing with him yeah. in, in a freight train yard. I mean, he's such a fucking maniac. He's wild. Yeah, real wild. He would dude. ride his uh, like a regular size BMX bike to work too, which I think his coworkers thought was a little strange. And I always thought it was super fresh because yeah, he tight. would hop little, you know, curb shit and, and he would jam. And he's not a, like a big, tall guy, you know, and he fit a BMX bike really well. Mm-hmm. I remember being super impressed because I'd be on a fucking track bike or some shit looking like some goddamn hipster. Yeah, for sure. There's fucking Jace in the yeah. morning, oh, you know. BMX bike. BMX bike zooming. Um, oh, I talked yeah. to Jay a couple because I invited him to the party okay. or whatever. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. He's Is been he... sober for three years or something like that. Wow. Yeah crazy yeah. I mean, he lives he, in he was the dude of all of us I thought that drank the most yeah he's. I've had some wild nights with Jay me too yeah, that's what I'm saying I mean I met him through you you know what I mean oh I made that connection yeah oh, that's, the first that's time great, actually <laughs> not the first time we met but the first time we hung out mm. the day that I like you know I was like hey I want a job pretty much right <clears throat> what excuse me was your going away party at the upper playground studio remember oh, yeah. the resident yeah. like monthly yeah and you fun. and i told you this last night that yeah. i have never to, i mean i worked for you for like the on and off eight years or some oh, shit right. you know yeah, and yeah. i never told you this story mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. have maybe said it to five people but like yeah, fuck it, yeah, it's, yeah. you know yeah. but I, i'm moving to san francisco i'm gonna go to art school i'm gonna fucking you know ride track bikes and and, and I'm going to yeah, be up. Right. I'm going to get my what name you, in the fucking What age were you at that point when you were just like, here's a path I'm going to try to... I was 18. 18. 18, okay. 19, 18, 19, something like that. So I was already out on my own. I had uh, got kicked out of oh, my yeah. house at okay. 15, 16. How come? 
drugs and just being a piece of you shit kid. Drugs? Yeah, just like they being just, young and dumb punk kid. Yeah, just like you want to do. You don't want to listen. Like, yeah. you're a big man. Go live. Okay, go live man. somewhere. Yeah, you think yeah. you got it? You think you got it all figured out? Like it worked out, I think, for you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was real hard and yeah. and tough. Yeah, and I stopped doing drugs and started selling drugs, and then I was yeah. able to like put my shit together. Not that doing selling drugs did that, but like. No, no, I know. You know, like I was able to get My a house God. and how and many rent friends it. do we have that were in that position at that age and we're just like, oh, selling drugs is like, I guess what I can pull off and deal with. Like, what else? What do you? What do? And people want it. Yeah, and, they and trust I know me. people. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, fuck, I sold acid just because friends were like, yo, you're in San Francisco, you can get access to good shit, get it for us. Cause yeah. We're in the Midwest and we're getting sketchy shit. Yeah. Like, all right, and sure. I'd be like, ah, all right, all yeah. right. And I would take some profit. I would yeah. make some money on it, but not, you know. And I only did that for a year or so. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it was, it's, it was literally one of those things where it was just like, some of my best friends are fucking top dogs and yeah. I know hundreds of people that want things so like yeah, right. why not be the, that dude anyways yeah, yeah, I'm already yeah. getting the calls to like hey can you call this that's dude? the career of the drug dealer right yeah it's like you've got the clientele and you've got the product and you know they everybody in the system needs you to do your thing yeah just like yeah. well fucking why, I don't what else am I gonna do right now you know like and yeah. I need money Right. Well, an opportunity is saying a place like San Francisco are pretty slim. Yeah. You know, it can be really hard to break into any sort of career path there. It seems like you've got to already kind of have it set up when you get there. I like when I, I moved to San Francisco, it was because I had a job. Yeah. There. You know I, what I mean, when I moved, I didn't, and yeah. I didn't know you. And that's a and tough I, way to deal. And with I had yeah. I had money from that I saved up, you know, mm-hmm. and I had like a year of like yeah. money like a nice pillow you yeah. know no, I and and uh at that time i had been in san francisco for like a almost a year like eight months or something nine months ten what months year, or something what did you what year did you end up moving to the city so i was in san francisco in like 2005 six i was dating some girl okay she was the one that like really hipped me to to like what real San Francisco it wasn't just like oh go to Heat Street and dick around and the wharf it was like yeah. I'm gonna take you to you know phone uh, booth beauty bar Dolores Park like the Tenderloin yeah. the dance nights cat the club real, the real city you know what I mean yeah and I just where, was like where real local city folks go exactly yeah, yeah. you know just like wait what this is and then it's mind blowing yeah I just like I stay out all night write graffiti go to her house crash you would go to work leave me you know keys to the the car or whatever and then and I was like crashing out in the city like five six nights a week and then I would come back and then uh, you know sell my drugs do what I needed to do handle my business and then go back out to the city right Um, right yeah and that it was uh, that was that was tight. Like it was. That was my art shows and like, just what what's and walking in the bus and like, just yeah. fucking the real no, cool I, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, and no, uh, I know that hustle well. Yeah, so many of our friends had that hustle of like, I really want to be an artist, but I'm in this super expensive city, and people around me are asking me for drugs, and I'm just like, fuck, I'll I'll, I'll do this. Yeah, so many. 
you know? Uh-huh. And it allows you that freedom. Exactly. Those hours and, yeah. you know, you could do your deliveries during the day if you wanted to be that guy and paint all night or you could paint all day and deliver all night. Yeah. And or just not do anything, you know? Like, if you don't want to fucking chill. answer the phone, like, right. that's your prerogative. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Um, there is a lot of freedom in that. I yeah. That's the... That's the pay. That's that's the, the balance of the risk versus reward. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. And uh, I think if you don't get too crazy and attract the attention of the police with the volume that you're pushing, you can kind of do that for a long time. I, I did. Have plenty of I, friends that are just like, oh man, I I never stop doing that. Really, I still have old friends that are like, hey, can you get this for me? I'm like, well. Of course I can. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that for you. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, me and I, we, like, made a crew, and, like, it, I thought I wanted to be the man until yeah. I became the man, mm. and it wasn't tight. Like, right, getting right, right. raided and fucking our yeah. houses broken into every, and uh, having to leave every yeah, three or four months to a different spot in the middle of the night to like yeah. it would just be it became so too the, much you had the heat on you it became already. too much and yeah. we i we tried to keep a low profile like we weren't yeah. driving flashy cars it was like piece of no, shit pickup no, trucks that's, and, what that's what i'm saying there's ways to kind of, uh but again it depends on the volume and the yeah you know yeah we uh, it just became too much to where i was just like um and i was always the weird art kid in my crew like yeah Sure. Oh yeah, like at, in a fucking room full of gangsters, like uh, he's cool because he's his own person. You know what I mean? Like I fuck with him because he is the weird art. Weird kid, kid you know? spirits in that way. I was always the dorky white dude in the group. Yeah, for just sure. Like, just like, what's he doing here? Like, the, no, he's who cool. Brought Waldo. Yeah, exactly. Be like, uh, no, he's cool. He's no. down. He'll fucking he'll burn your ass. Yeah, and he's exactly. He's gonna go right now. He's got cans in his bag. Yeah, like, yeah. He ain't fucking around. Exactly, that dude. Yeah, and I loved that about the graffiti yeah. scene, that they might have, you know, questions about you at first, but then it's just like, well, and also just the fact of how much we talk about each other's work, and then mm-hmm. that rep, for sure. you know, uh, kind of precedes you in a lot yeah. of cases, you know? It's, yeah. It's cool, it's like you don't have to explain shit, you just say what you write, and people are like, oh, oh. I know where you sit on the spectrum of this yeah. game. Yeah, because it, there is no, that, right. that is what's cool about graffiti, is... There, it's there is no the only bar, the barometer, yeah, is what you've done, and it's yeah, it's evident what you've done, absolutely. Show and proof, exactly. That's all it, is. it doesn't matter who you are, or what, you're, what you're into, if you're sketchy, or yeah, not. if you're a boy, a girl, skinny, or fat, or like you know, <sighs> yeah. black, or white, or Asian, and, or like and fucking even anything, you know, to the point where the graffiti scene, I think, attracts those different kinds of folks absolutely you know because it's like like so like we weren't we saying that yesterday like so many writers are just fucking assholes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they just run on this like asshole mode and um that you know they they might be attracted to graffiti because nobody wants to fucking hang out with them anyway yeah because it's a loner they might be a a night owl yeah you know what i mean and it's just something and then they get recognition for it, but it's for what they do and not for who they are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think in those, some of those kind of folks, that's they like that that mm-hmm. separation. You know? Yeah. 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 It's just a really, really strange world. 
Because there can be some really, really straight people like myself that are in that world, mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? For sure. Grew up with a good family and scholarships and the whole shit. Just had the best life, you know? And just, like, just had had all the opportunities. And took advantage and, of them as they were presented. And then there know? was, yeah. And, and now, as an adult, realize a lot of people weren't offered those opportunities. Sure. Yeah. You know? But um, I was able to follow through on things, you know? Yeah. Totally. So... We're saying what? Oh five, oh six. Yeah, oh five, oh six. Uh, and then me and her broke up, and then I was back in the East Bay. Okay. I mean, because I was never officially living in the city, but I was nah, living in people, the city. You know what I mean? People do that. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. living in the city, but I was I was living in the city, kind yeah. of thing. Um, Couch surfing's a lifestyle there, or it was. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it really was, was for sure. I did it. Even after I lived there full, you know, like something would fall through and be like, well, shit, I have to be out of my house. Like, fucking guess I'm getting a storage unit and the crash well, of Prince couches was, until I can figure it out. There was always the fucking dilemma of BART, too, if yeah. you had to rely on BART because it would quit at midnight. Yeah. What, and then what, what's how the late buzz? does it go now? I think oh, there's that all there's night that, bus. I think but it's does the it 800? only go every hour? Yeah, it's something, something crazy. Like it's, Full of sketchies. Yeah, it's all of. <laughs> All of the dummies that couldn't get it together to yeah. fucking get yeah, on yeah, BART yeah. by 1220 or whatever the last, uh, you know, train time is. It's always been a, a funny thing about the Bay Area. Yeah. I don't understand it. But whatever, you know. I mean, I just think it, it, it encourages so much drunk driving. Yeah, 100%. Because people want to get back home to Oakland. Yeah. You know, and but nobody doesn't... wants to like pack up your shit at eleven thirty on a Friday night, right? Yeah, to go to, catch like... the train back to the East Bay. Yeah, yeah. I was it's like prime I, time. I don't. Yeah, I was. There was like I even heard conspiracies about why they, you know, would end it early. You know, was it just like how the politicians had their hands in the utilities? Oh, and the right. Train, you know, and yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, they do. They do that because they make more money. Yeah, maybe with tolls. I don't even know because you don't pay the and, toll going Yeah, the other no, way. it's just on the, on the way in <laughs> the city. It's perplexing, nonetheless. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Yeah. But so you're back in back, back in, in the East Bay selling drugs, and it's getting more and more uh, back in the game, kind of. It's getting more and more, uh, yeah, like precarious. Uh, exactly. And it got to the point where I was just like, I'm fucking done. But we had made this thing. To where like it, I it wasn't like I could just put my hand. There was there was many uh, people involved, and like yeah, it, it wasn't like right. I just like fuck you guys because I they're like brothers, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Me and the dude that started it, we yeah. I've known him since preschool. Wow. Three, four years old or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. Right. Um, and we had built this this thing. Um, and I just like I'm done. This is it. Yeah. The last time was me and my buddy went to go shopping or something, and I just left the house. We got raided, and then I didn't come back. I was like, yeah. we just got, he's like, hey, we, we're getting raided. You need to come back. And fucking hung up the phone, took my SIM card out, threw it, like tossed the phone. Like, yeah, I'm not fucking coming back. You're tripping. Like, didn't yeah. come back for a week. Came back. We moved our shit. Uh, in the middle of the night, like yeah. you know, midnight no, I've had or something. A lot of friends have to do with shit like this. Moved our shit in the middle of the night, and we were at a new spot for like three months. Uh, somebody, a group of dudes, broke into the house, ski mask, fucking pistol whipped a bunch of people, tied them, hog tied them, fucking it. Would, yeah, like it's crazy. It was just yeah, it was wild, you know, okay. like real. <laughs> yeah, it was just wild, you know, and uh, oh, after that, I was just That's like. Sketchy. 
it, but this wasn't the first time. This was the last time that I was just like, "This is right. I'm fucking done, dude." I don't. Right. Right. I wanted. I want to be. I had already been in town. I knew what the possibilities were. Like. Right. Just like that's what. I, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like I. Well, that's the thing too. I think that selling drugs is one of those if you're directionless kind of options yeah. too. You know. And I or, knew I had like a path. I didn't know at the time what the path was, no. but I knew I wanted to create. I knew that I wanted to get paid. Maybe society expects us to get our shit together a little too soon. You know I, I, mean? I think or so. Know what our thing is. Like, like the like fact they that people expect us to go right from high school to college, yeah, seventeen, and, and determine a major, and then and then you get out before you, you know, yeah. whatever theoretically four years yeah. after that. So sure. that puts you at twenty two. Yeah. Like you don't know shit at twenty two. You don't no, know. You barely really. know who you are as a as a human being at twenty two. Well, for no. me myself, you yeah. Know, well, Speaking like I, I didn't know. And among our friends, say like I went to college and I had a certain experience, you know, that was pretty vanilla and regular. Sure. You know, um, but I have tons of other friends that just didn't go down that path at all, and that time for them was really exciting because they were just kind of free and they found kind of found their way. Yeah. You know, I feel like for me it was like opportunities just would arise, and I would just jump at him mm-hmm. and, and you know I, I can't explain how that all worked out I think you are you taught me a lot of that as well, a young man like taking those opportunities or saying yeah. yes to the thing whatever it may be and then you know giving it all your yeah. effort and actually fucking follow through on the damn yeah, thing like, and choose those things not everything is something you want to get be involved for you. in yeah. yeah, exactly. And don't steal that spot from somebody else who'd really, really love it. Mm-hmm. I pass up tons of work for that reason. Yeah. Just because it's like, I don't really care about this. And I know some 15-year-old kid would love, you know, $200 for this t-shirt graphic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I try to of course it on. <laughs> yeah. You know and that's I mean? great. You know, or, yeah, or pat- shooting it, you know, a homie's way. Yeah, that's, that's just it. Keep it in the family if you can. So I ended up moving back to San Francisco I believe in 2008 yeah and I suppose it was maybe six months after I moved there that I rented a storefront at uh, Haight Street and Divisadero Mm -hmm. on Divisadero yep uh, right near Haight Street so how how did we because that's it I think where we first started did we meet there? No, we met out? at we the. Met that's at where thing. we went on a tangent, but we met at the Upper Playground. Oh right, studio the like that's resident right. studio or whatever. Which and I had for a little while just before I got that store. Right, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved it. I like made a New that Year's resolution. That's like a free fucking storefront on. Hay I Street. think they still have it. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, um, no. but I don't know. I haven't been in San Francisco in years. Yeah, or like lived there for years. Yeah, but, uh, no, I understand. I moved to San Francisco finally with a, a good buddy of mine, Chad. You remember Chad? I liked Chad. Shout out Chad Mooney. Yeah, my yeah. Dude. Chad was a solid dude. He's I, still a solid dude. I feel dude. like uh, 
I could see how he would be a good guy to transition from getting raided by the five O to like chilling with a dude in the city. Yeah, getting but, your shit yeah, together. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was, yeah, he was real stand. You know, it's like I was always a couple days late on rent, and he had mm-hmm. a check written fucking the twenty eighth or whatever. Yeah, you know, like right. no, that's what I mean. He's like, that's fuck, what I dude, know, sorry. Chad. You know, we partied with Chad. Yeah, for he sure. He was super fun. He was hilarious. Yeah, I thought, he's like, a dude. He's such a good time. Like jolly, uh, never yeah. bums. You know, and I think. That's how a lot of people have to do it in the city is team up. Yeah. You know, because to live in a place by yourself, the rent can be so much. But at least if you get a spot, you could split the rent. Yeah. And, and that's what we did. Huge game changer. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. And uh, he was going to college. I, I was going to art school. Where were you um, going to school? The Academy of Art for. I didn't even get my associates or whatever. It was like a year and a half or something. Like yeah. I could probably go back and get a semester and get, you know, the little so piece of paper. So that was kind of part of the deal of moving to the city. It was, it was like, just like, I'm all right, I'm going to got student loans. School. Like, you know, did the whole thing. I got an apartment with homie. I got an apartment. I was like, I'm going to move to my giant. Things. I'm going to write graffiti. I'm going to yeah. do all of these things that like list. now in hindsight are kind of silly, but like I made my new year's resolution and then I followed through. Yeah. You put something online. This was before Instagram, before, you know, like way before that. It might have been on your blog or... Yeah, it would have been because I don't think I was on Instagram until 13. Yeah, it so was... So we're still talking like 08. Yeah, like 09. when you had to check somebody's like blog this, and it wasn't... Sure. Uh, I don't even Tumblr. Know it was like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it was Rebel 8 or maybe it was your own personal... Oh, you know what? At that point... I had the storefront, and okay, yeah, because I did a Skulls Press blog spot. Maybe that was it. And that was well followed. Yeah, <laughs> and you put it's something blog like... Blog spot, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, I bet that's still online somewhere I'm sure. at Skulls I'm Press. I'm sure it is. That little encapsulation of time. For sure. That year or two. So you yeah. put it on there, like, hey, it's my last day at the studio. I'm having a party or something like come through bring beer and bud oh, or something some oh, shit wow. i don't even know. i can't fucking remember. i was thinking about it was when i was taking a shower i was like what are we gonna talk what? about he's probably gonna talk what about when we met. this point like, yeah and put you put together. it on there and you're like i'm having a party this is the address or something i was like yeah. holy shit probably probably eight blog, like i'm fucking going like hell yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, i yeah. cruised and there was maybe maybe seven people yeah in the room yeah for yeah. hours you know yeah. and we're just like drinking smoking and fucking tagging on the walls and stuff well, yeah we were and uh i remember i think we went the around the block getting with information out if i caught it caught if it didn't it didn't yeah you know, there was sometimes it would be really chill and you'd actually be able to kick it and like smoke joints yeah. with people and talk to them yeah at no point was there more than 15 people in the room, yeah you yeah, know yeah. and it was like a, a decent sized studio yeah so like well, i got to hang and i was like holy shit i'm yeah. fucking hanging out with my giant you know yeah, like yeah. just tripping and then <laughs> <clears throat> we went outside i don't know why we went outside to smoke a joint or something but it was me you smoker Jace, who I'd known, yeah. and we were catching tags, smoking a joint around the like. What did like a little stroll, yeah, or something? And I was like, "Hey, uh, I know we just met, but like, I want to be your assistant." You're something. You're yeah. like, "Well, crazy, because I have this assistant that's moving back, Mark." Yeah, Belgium or is he? Been? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. he was in, it and he was. You're like, he's leaving next week or something. You know, like. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. you're just in time. Or pretty, You didn't say that, but you're like, yeah, cool. Like, shoot me your info. Write your name and your number and your uh, email so address. This is remembering that time. Your like, email address. And detail. I just, like, I remember writing it down, and I was, like, fucking shaking. Because I was, like, you're fucking asking, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, like, just yeah, tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I went back to the... Or, no, I didn't go home because I started... I that's That was my intro into the... San Francisco real graffiti world. Yeah. Um, that's rad. Because of, yeah, Jason Smoker, and we went to sure. uh, Whiskey Thieves, and. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, with yeah. fucking derelicts, and uh-huh. uh, I got introduced for the longest time in San Francisco. Like, I only knew, like, Kings. Like, I only knew because of. Uh, right. Like, I didn't know anybody my age. Well, I didn't access know. Access to that, you know. Like, I didn't know. Echelon. Like, I wanted to meet up with the, the, the you know, Mission US kids and, like, just sure. people my own age, yes. you know, because you yes. guys were, like, not a lot older, I'm but, like, a good amount 40s. older than me. Yeah, and I'm fucking yeah. 20, you know? Yeah. I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, where are the people my like I want to fucking hang out with them too you know like yeah. you I'm did not, yeah and I did yeah, I, well, you found it, yeah it, it took a minute but yeah uh, and then I fucking told everybody I was like fucking Mike Giant got my info like I think I'm gonna work for him like I, I think it's happening dude I'm, yeah. I know it's happening I'm just like putting it out into the universe and then you fucking drop me a line like email and like hey come through two o'clock Tuesday or whatever it was, you know, like I don't, I can't remember the specifics, but like come through two o'clock and I showed up at like 1245 or something. And then you did like a pretty much a full sleeve and then six hours or something. It was like wild. And I just sat there and asked. Well, that's like, uh, yeah. And from my perspective, you know, it was really helpful to have somebody there sometimes. There were times that I did need help. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And sometimes people would show the gumption to reach out like you did. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck yeah, let's do it. That's the best way. If they're already interested and say it, it's like that's the people you kind of want around. Yeah. You know, sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, there were assistants that I had that lasted a week, <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's just, you know, it's like if, if it turns out you're not helpful and in fact, Get in the slowing way. my process yeah. down because you're making mistakes like that's, that's really hurting me. Yeah. And if, if you know, I, I can't have that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but I, you know, I, I never... Of course, I couldn't conceive of how important or how nervous you were about all that shit or any of the other assistants that I had. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. Did you know Mark? No, I, you, I met you ever, him. You met? Yeah, you I got met to him. meet Mark. Yes, I got to meet Mark. Yeah, because he was he. Where was he? He was from Denmark, I think. Denmark or I think yeah, Denmark. Something I can't and, uh, really remember. He. I think that was another one. He came by and was interested in hanging out. And I was like, absolutely. Just come by and hang out. Yeah. And he was so helpful. Uh-huh. And I think he was another one. I don't think I ever put tattoo equipment in his hands or anything, but I definitely got him hip to that bug. Yeah. You know, I drew a big thing for him. Yeah, because I, I don't know if I even tattooed him because I think I gave the... Drawing to somebody the tattoo. I think Justin at Everlasting did the tattoo for him that I drew. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on at the time, but anyway, my point is, is that Mark is a professional tattooer. Oh no, has been for years. Sick. 
many years. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like, I, I you know, it's just one Tell of those you. things you yeah. don't know where people's lives are going to go. But right. I, I'm sure that whole tattoo world in San Francisco and him getting tattooed and starting of to course. get custom stuff was yeah. just like, oh, shit. You know, yeah. this is a possibility. And I was always encouraging if he asked me about it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah, Mark's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, that's tight. Fucking great for him. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a trip. Sick. All the way out there. It's just such a... That was a, a really small group of people, I feel like, at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. When I had that storefront. Yeah. And then, then you got the storefront, or maybe you had it already, but you were in construction. I can't really remember. It was, it was a kind of, burnt. kind of. I just jumped on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it must that, have been pretty soon after the upper playground one was... Yeah, it was very soon. Like yeah, that's the thing. Because I I think they you know they told me I could have it for a month or two, and then I was like oh, I I really need a spot. And I was telling friends yeah I'm gonna lose my spot, man. and these uh, friends of my friends were just like we're losing our we can't pay the rent at our clothing store. So if you can take it over for six months, that would really help us out. And I was like fuck yeah, sick. You know? Yeah, and it was still expensive. It was like two grand on top of my rent at home, yeah. which was pretty brutal. But I was able to cover the walls with those posters and that would, to the ceiling. And then like we'd have parties like once a month or whatever. Yeah, I remember the, like Jap- groups of Japanese kids would pop by, and I was always like mystified at how they found me. And they'd be like, "Can can we buy posters and drawings?" And, like, like, and they buy like two of each. that's just it like so much yeah yeah and leave me with like a stack of a few grand I was just drawing and I just hear a knock on the door and then there's a few grand thank you that was fresh I was was the one opening the door I remember that's yeah right yeah Yeah. that place was so fun she was tight dude those uh, monthly parties were insane so much fun so packed everybody being cool for the most part, there were some dickhead messengers towards the end. I remember outside. Somebody took a shit. I think Emmy took a shit. Yeah. Emmy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Whatever. If yeah, you know he took Emmy, a he took a guy. shit on like the the fucking <coughs> like the entrance or something. Yeah, it was just terrible in front of people. Just yeah. super vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. There's always that asshole. Right? <coughs> but but for the absolute for the most part, they were fucking yeah. so fun. Yeah, like we so much fun. We were smoking and drinking, a lot of underage. Just smoking cops inside. having sandwiches literally next door. Mm-hmm. People doing no outsiders idea. on the buses, because the bus drove, would drive by, and there's <laughs> a bus right. out there. That's so right. it had to stop, and then it would just get crushed, and That's then right. pull up, you know? That's right. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, was such a fun corner. Yeah. It was kind of off the beaten path. For sure. Like halfway between lower Because the mid-hate, like between lower and, yeah, and upper, is like a weird, there's nothing there. It's just houses. Yeah, houses and then that street. one tie, like fuck it tie. Oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then DeViz doesn't really get fun. cracking until like a couple more blocks. Right, you know? right. Maybe not now, maybe maybe uh, that whole shit's like yeah. popping. Yeah. It was changing when I was there. Yeah. They redeveloped the whole road. I remember we got a notice that they were going to tear down 300 trees from Market Street to, like, California along Divisadero. And we were like, oh, what the fuck? And it was, like, the talk of the neighborhood. All I shit. remember that. And then that. the next week, we got a notice that said, we are planting, you know like four times the amount yeah. of trees that we just and I'm like why did they not just put those notices together With and not the, terrify the neighborhood for, sure, for I do a week that. that 
it's fucking doom, and yeah. they're just gonna cut down the trees with no reason, and there's nothing we can do. Oh, I thought that was so stupid. I mean, why would you cut <laughs> cut down old trees to put in new trees? They yeah. redeveloped. They re they redid the whole medians. Yeah, they yeah, repaved yeah. the streets. The whole yeah. shit got done. They put in irrigation systems and stuff, and, and some of those trees were dead. Yeah, you know, or in the wrong place, or maybe too big. You to know, fit roots, within, roots uh, in the in the asphalt, like yeah, bumping up the rip concrete. Rip them out. Rip yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. And who knows what species those trees were? They might have been uh, water hungry. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like San Francisco like is such up. a place of like uh, forward eco-friendly mm-hmm. I guess you know, even like liberal thinking you know what I mean and it's uh, to, to a, a wacky degree yeah right yeah I mean you know <laughs> it's cool because of that you know it's funny well that's kind of the difference to me between the East Bay and the city yeah I mean the city is just like this quirky chick mm-hmm. that you, you love but she she's a little strange and you know there's some, there's some good shit going on and some some hippie shit kind of you know in Oakland is a, a whole different person um, yeah. you know what I mean I, and I, I I like that though the dynamic of it yeah you know it's like uh, San Francisco's Manhattan and and Oakland would be the the Brooklyn yeah you know like that, it's that it is the city and the that comparison I've heard and I like yeah it's, yeah, it's when I lived in Oakland it felt like when I lived in Brooklyn yeah it's more it's like the, the closest people, comparison the prices the, the like level of fanciness or yeah whatever. the vibe you know? the, yeah like yeah. you just kind of can get away with a little bit more yeah. it's not as yeah. um rigid yeah um, yeah I mean it's different now than right. when I was growing up uh right, right. So you helped me there at the at the studio at the, store, at the storefront there for quite a while. Yeah, for a few years until it. Or, uh, I don't even know how long I had it. it I might can't not remember. Have even been that long. I think it was maybe like two years or something. And I was still going to uh, art the Academy of Art. But that's what I ended up. Is that when I moved to the Tenderloin? Yeah. To and then you Street? got the you got, got the, the studio in the front and then the house in the back. Yeah, I was renting two apartments. Identical but mirrored. Yeah, front. So one faced the street, one faced the back. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Cause yeah. I asked my land, I was running just the front one, and I asked my landlady if she also did commercial properties, and she was like, "What do you need?" And I was like, "I just need a studio, a place to draw," and she was like, "Well, you want the one the, next door?" The one next door it just became open, and I was like, "Really?" We, yeah, that was the she chillest. Was like, I'll give you a deal because yeah. you'll you'll have two apartments in the same building. Like, yeah. who the fuck does that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then I had a guest apartment because yeah. it was a full apartment. Yeah, yeah. There was pros and cons to that place, but I remember you helped me there a lot too. Yeah, and is that, I is that kind of where um, is that where you ended up tattooing yourself for the first time? Yeah, I think it was my twenty third birthday, twenty second yeah. birthday, twenty third, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we I you know a bunch of us friends went to uh, get El Salvadorian food on Valencia. Yeah. And we uh, ate yeah. and drank, and then we went back to the Tenderloin because I was living a block down the street from you and the That's studio. Because right. when you got that place, I was like, well, fuck. Me and Chatty, Chatty met a girl or something. You know, they yeah. we, me and Chatty split, not yeah. badly, but like, no. It's like I'm gonna move to this neighborhood yeah. without you. Moving on, <laughs> yeah, up. exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm moving that's, to. That's I was like, oh shit, okay, well, I'll figure it out, you know. And then yeah. uh, did the Craigslist boogie and found an apartment like a block up the street from yeah because that's what I was like I hang out in the tenderloin 
all yeah. the all day, like yeah. with you. I drink and write uh, graffiti we, all we night. Feel safe in the tenderloin. Yeah, too. like there's no. We're not. But I we feel safe. I never <laughs> once felt like I I was in any sort of yeah situation Problem that I couldn't. This crackheads. You never know when they're just gonna snap. Yeah, and and sometimes they're so high they don't even recognize that you're the guy they pass every day because they hang out in front of your building. Yeah, because you're not, and then you have to remind them like, yeah. bro, I'm not the guy. Yeah. like come on, I'm not I the see one, you dude. Every yeah. day, like, bro, Welcome. I know your name. Yeah, and you can just see they're just so faded that they're just like animals. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I moved uh, to Turk and Hyde, which is a spicy. Yeah. corner like that shit yeah, is yeah 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 i was a block up baby it that shit is <laughs> tight i remember my yeah. buddy came and he was like you don't got a tv and i was like dude check this out and i turned off the light the light and i opened the blinds yeah and within 30 seconds some dude pulled a fucking baseball bat out of a trash can and was chasing some dude around <laughs> a car and i was like there's a tv right here it's like yeah. real life you know yeah. and he's like what the fuck? That's what my mother said when she visited me and I lived on Hyde Street. She'd sit in my front window that was like overhanging the street and she would watch crack deals go down yeah. and, and you know, she'd be like, Mike, I, I I think the guy took the crack out of his mouth to get to the other man. That's pretty gross. And I was like, crackheads don't care where the crack yeah. comes from. He could have pulled it out of his asshole. My, he, they would have bought the crack. Oh, yeah. like, they don't care. You see the per dude you in know? the fucking weird like... <laughs> pissy gardener like digging yeah. around he's looking for crack rocks yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like yeah, yeah. not there's like yeah, yeah. just gnarly oh my god it's gnarly yeah. that is some crazy shit to see them like on their hands and knees picking like, through picking, the gutter yeah or just like through pebbles thinking mm -hmm. one of them might be a rock and, and they're testing out pebbles on their teeth and mm -hmm. you're just like oh my god like yeah. this yeah the depravity mm -hmm. I don't think people a lot of folks understand that level of depravity even exists in America. You know what I mean? For sure. But if San Francisco's got those pockets. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen some pretty heavy shit. Fuck yeah. You've seen like, some uh, overdoses? dying on the dead? street. Yeah, for I've sure. I've seen a few dead people on the street. Yeah. Overdoses, accidents, mm -hmm. fights. Because of the hills, uh, somebody would get hit. And then they'd fall backwards down the hill. Downhill. So you got extra momentum, yeah. and then their head just pops. Yeah, bust their nugget. Yeah, tourists. Yeah. I remember me and Stephanie were walking through uh, Union Square one night, and we had to go past a guy that had just been killed. Damn. Yeah, like within the minute. Yeah. You know, we even waved at an ambulance to be like, yo, dead guy right here. Come pick him up. I don't know if they <laughs> you got a call yet. Yeah. Holy you do shit. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was like, is he dead? And I was like, yeah, that guy's dead. It was just bizarre. Yeah. You know? Because again, that doesn't. I, don't, I, I know a lot of people have never seen a dead body. I've seen a few. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, something about being out and about in the city. Especially in the middle of the night or going to those scary places, you know? In the middle of fucking... You're gonna yeah. see some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember one of my... my when I was living in North Beach, uh, heading to the Tenderloin to go drink and, you know, yeah. ride on things. Uh, we... Uh, I, I don't know. I think I might have been with Birdo, my cousin. Birdo. My, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was by yeah. myself, which I did yeah. a lot. Like, I did a lot of drinking. I mean, because writing graffiti is like a fucking loner sport, you know? It's like, you don't need... Well, and there's liquid courage, too, yeah. that aspect of it. That's what the malt liquor was good for. Yeah. 
It's like I was cruising up Bush. I was like catching a tag on a uh, one of the green boxes. Silver uh, and green is like my favorite combo, oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and as I came around the corner of like the box to walk up the street towards, you know, Geary. Yeah. yeah. Um, a gate swings open. Like, a, you know, because sometimes yeah. they, well, in the tender knob or whatever, yeah. knob hill. Right. Uh, all of those areas have gates on their stoops so people yep. can't stoop and stoop. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the gate swung open and it swings out towards me so I had to stop in a fucking corner. It was rolling out a dead body like wow. with a sheet on it or shit. I was like, yeah. fuck, I wish yeah. I had my camera. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of our friends have their cameras ready. Like All the that. time. All the Dave time. Schubert. Dave, yeah. He's yeah. kind of the cl- my classic example. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Seen, he always seemed to have it around. Yeah. And he was always that... I feel like he was always that guy that was, like, kicking back and observing the whole thing. Yeah. Like, if somebody started swinging punches... He'd set the camera down and jump right in. Like he was super down for his own. Dude, Dave's you down. Know? Dave's fuck. down as fuck, man. He's, he's so tight, up so gnarly, yeah. so many times. But he's he's that kid. He'll just jump right in. I feel like all those guys that I initially connected with in '93 when I moved to San Francisco, they were like Baltimore, mm-hmm. Philly, DC. Yeah, Jason. Well, there's a mad influx of uh, yeah. of East Coast and, to SF. And those dudes are just there's no bullshit. Yeah, you know if if yeah they will fight anybody anytime, you know. But also there's an ethics to it. Yeah, I can remember a night we got jumped by this group of guys that was from like San Jose that had straight up like knives and chains and pit bulls and stuff, and they came to the city to to fuck, fuck shit up, fuck shit up. Yeah, and they happened to run into us, and we were looking for a group of guys that had just pushed our friend through a windowsill. You know, and she was okay, but she was she was hurt and she was scared. She was crying, mm-hmm. so we were just looking for these guys and these other dudes. Just saw that we were aggro as fuck, and we're like, what "The fuck!" And we're like, "Are you guys the ones that pushed our friend through the window?" And they were like, "Maybe." And we were like, "What's up? Then? What the fuck? Yeah. Are you or not?" You know, and they were like, "You want to fight?" You know, what the fuck? What's up with you? And, and I remember Felon was just taking punches to his jaw. From this guy, and he was, and Felon just looked him in the eye and just kept shaking his head and saying, "I'm not gonna fight you. You're not the guys we're looking for. I'm not gonna fight you," you know. And then he backed away and he ran, you know. And we were terribly outnumbered, but we wanted the right guys. Yeah. And we knew we were gonna get fucking killed if it got crazy with these fucking assholes. So we yeah. bounced. I mean, at a certain point, you gotta know when to fucking run. No one to hold them. No one to fold them. Those guys were smart about it, but I thought it took a lot of balls and integrity for a uh, felon just to look him right in the eye while he was taking shots for his yeah. jaw and be like I'm not going to fight you I don't think I'm going to bounce yeah. but you're not the guy like I'm not just going to get into a fight with some it's not just what I'm about to do it. I know you are but fuck you yeah. you're a shithead <laughs> you know we're actually out for somebody that yeah. did something wrong that, that was a crazy moment remember the kid that wrote uh, or uh, that would have see that would have been way before your time all of that what like there was a kid that wrote Icon that did these peppermint sticks. I did. As I throw remember ups, Icon. Right. Yeah. Okay, and he had a, a loft apartment at Columbus and Broadway mm-hmm. above the Carl's Jr. 
And there oh, were wow. a lot of writers there this one night. It was a big hip-hop thing, and you could go out the window onto the roof, Sick. and then you're looking out over Columbus and Broadway. Yeah, which is fucking tight. So and then you see the rad. Bay Bridge, and then it's... So amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like... Some group of dudes came that we didn't really know. Mm-hmm. They were kind of rough and, like, gangster kind of dudes, and one of them pushed our friend, like, th- through the window that was going to the roof, you know? So she didn't fall too far, but... But it's still, like... He pushed her. Like, he straight pushed her. I don't know if well, he was in a hurry about or whatever. Um, but, yeah, she was our homegirl, our yeah. little uh, gay homegirl that went to USF on a scholarship. She was cool, Chloe. We had her back, you know, and it just got crazy. And that's, that's where all that happened. Oh, okay. <clears throat> right there on the corner, pretty yeah. much. Fucking homies from the East Bay with chains, knives, I and pit bulls. I believe it. Like what the I fuck? In the like straight stripper entertainment yeah. district, and they were just walking around looking for yeah. trouble. Dude, like, that on ugh. I would, I would leave my house on like a you know a weekend, Friday, Saturday night or whatever. Yeah. And walking through, like Columbus and Broadway to get yeah. to my because I live yeah. you know. A block from you were Washington really, Square. You were just down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. two blocks from Tattoo City. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. right there. You were in a and close uh, like walking. I ended up not going over Knob Hill into Chinatown, and then like kind of yeah. circling back so I would avoid the the bridge and tunnelers that would yeah. you know just go to that, that area. From to, what I understand, the neighborhood's really dying. They're having a that's hard time. Sad. There's tons of empty storefronts. That's sad. There. Yeah, Jeremy North Fish Beach is, is North Beach me up is on cool. It. Like it's uh It's so rad. I hope San Francisco the the techies go back there cuz it, it is in dire straits I from what I understand. That's really sad. Yeah. I mean it's it's cool during the day, you yeah. know, to when all of those old That's businesses the thing. I don't think and, the bridge and tunnel crowd is going to North no. Beach anymore. They're all They're going, going to, to the Dolores Mission. Park. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Dolores I remember first time going to Dolores Park you could only hang out in a certain area. And it was f- like, you couldn't like black out and, and not be aware because like you could get jacked at Dolores Park. Oh, like people were shooting up and fucking like, it, there was a lot of gang activity at Dolores Park. We when did, I We didn't hang out at Dolores yeah. Park in the 90s. Yeah, it was like Especially sketchy. at night. You just It wasn't a place that you stopped and had a 40. Now it's like a... Know. Now, yeah, I mean, I've seen... Uh, I see people's stories on Instagram, like, that's fucking Dolores Park? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, it's just wall-to-wall people. Yeah, and, hundreds, like, seas yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, mostly straight people, it seems like, too, which is a little different. Yeah, because it's, like, on the shoulder of the Castro. I mean, is yeah. that technically the Castro? I think that's the edge of the Castro, yeah. is, the, is, you know, that's the barrier, is Dolores Park. So it was, like, to me, it was, like, a spot, I remember in the 90s, where I would see, you know, guys in, like, thong leather yeah, you know little yeah. short things at, yeah. at Dolores Park and whole crews and just be like whoa I'm not walking past those guys that's yeah. a little scary like yeah it was almost like almost like they were a gang of their own <laughs> yeah. you know like, whoa that's intimidating yeah it was wow. a yeah Dolores Park is was a lot different did you ever me. paint um that spot on the tracks just above Dolores Park I did I yeah, that was I a remember great I did two, the the, terse, the first two fill-ins I did uh, was on Hate Street, the first block of Upper Hate um, after that uh, park. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I know that, that block. Yeah, yeah, that park. There's a few There's spots that liquor even store. that do 
fill-ins right there. Yeah. yeah. There's that liquor store right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then there, there was like a big ICP wall. Yeah, that's the thing. I, yeah. I painted that wall. Yeah. Oh, with those it's, guys. it's like a yeah, pretty yeah. legendary wall. Yeah. The well, fucking, I had been there the day before because I wasn't living in SF at that point. I'd been there the day before, and this is like, you know, probably 2003 or something like that. Oh, okay. 2002, 2003, yeah. something, something like that. Uh, I'd been there the day before, and there was a like construction or some shit going on. Oh, yeah. And one of the pieces was not there it was just plywood yeah it was like that's what would I'm happen fucking doing you know like I'm side busting like an ICP production but like I mean it's fucking I'm probably I, just gonna remove the wood yeah and then and then they'll fucking do the production again you know what yeah. I mean like when yeah, yeah. when they fix up but like I'm fucking doing that's mine yeah. you know and I would then, jump on those opportunities yeah exactly so yeah. I fucking that night I went like came back to the city my homie caught my looks I did a fill in like 830 PM or somebody yeah. who's like just sun barely like going down. Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah. I pulled up right in front, like popped the trunk and left it open, which like I thought was really sketchy at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it, it was actually brilliant because when he's like, yo, chill, the boys or whatever. It's like, alright, cool. I would go and like dig through the trunk yeah. like I was getting whatever right. to right. you know leave or going up to my apartment or whatever. Right. And then cops looked at me and then just kept driving and I was like, sick fucking I'm good you know and like finished my fill man I like was just doing some hot boy shit cause I had the juice after yeah. that you know and, uh, and then I adrenaline's went, gone yeah and I'm just like fucking I'm I'm doing my thing in San Francisco tonight you know yeah. uh, and then went down to like last one of the night I went down to like the that area of De- Dolores you know on, yes. the, on the walls okay and I'm doing a fill there and I get I, my homie was there, and it was, he was supposed to be catching my looks, and he yeah. fucking didn't, and I got lit up by, you know, I, I the berries, and it was like, a boop, boop, it was fucking the little yeah. mirror light, you yeah. know, yeah. shine on me with, like, can in hand, like, spraying, yeah. like, just fucking red-handed, you know, I was like, Spray. shit, fucking hopped up on top of the wall, jet, and I hear the doors open, and, like, feet, and I was like, fuck this, just, yeah. like, as yeah. fast and hard as I can, and they used to have these, like, planters that uh had like big weeds yeah and, like bushes in there yeah and i just fucking like hopped in superman style like but with feet first yeah fucking like almost knocked the wind out of myself in like the planter box and i just yeah. laid there for yeah. i left my bag all the paint like fucking whatever yeah. and i just laid there for like 45 minutes yeah i was like i had that same sort of experience many times in san francisco yeah run and hide yeah there was a night i was during the battle with caps i was out with soap and felon and uh we got chased and we had to hide under some bushes and um the cops were so close that i could have just reached out and touched the their shoes yeah they were that fucking close and Felon was like right behind me, if I remember right, and I didn't even breathe. I thought yeah. they might—they were so close, they might hear me breathe. Yeah. And I needed to breathe because I'd been running. It For was, sure, it was huffing it and puffing. It tense. I was yeah. so afraid I was just gonna, yeah, because I needed to breathe. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's I, some scary and, movie shit. And the cops were saying to, there were two of them. They were like, 
we're going to kick these fucking guys' asses. I know they're right fucking here. And I think they knew that we were so close that we could hear them, but they didn't realize we were that close, yeah. you know? But boy, I was so scared. Because if they would have spotted us, they would have kicked our asses for sure. And I haven't really been served by a cop just yet. I've had cops throw me on the hood of their car knowing yeah. that's really hot on the hood. Fucking hot ass hot as black shit. hood, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they make you keep your hands on it. and yeah. yeah, I've had that kind of shit, but not even like punched in the ribs and yeah, stuff. I have I've so many friends that have had to deal with shit like that. Gotten fucked up. Well, and straight jacked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a New York graffiti writer's experience. For sure. They don't want to deal with the paperwork or the bullshit of court. They're just going to kick your fucking ass and leave you for dead. In the I'd rather get my ass know? beat than fucking... Depends, kinda, you know? Depends. I mean, for a lot of writers, that ended it. You yeah, know? and I think cops knew that. They were like, "Wow, I've never been beaten up that bad in my life," and I that just got served to me by police officers. Yeah, I'm like, what fuck, am I gonna do? Holy shit, is this what I'm in for with this this subculture? Yeah, fuck this. I'm done. I'm fuck this. hanging up the gloves. But those are the people that get caught too. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You, you hopefully you learn how to case spots and take your time and. Do, not just jump at opportunities yeah. at the wrong times. But what not to do? You show what? some balls. Yeah. And get it. Yeah. We and hit the Muni uh, where they parked the the, the Muni, Muni trains mm-hmm. over by King Street. We did that uh, in daylight. Did you do Jason uh, Apex? I was I I was with Neon in Apex. Oh, Neon. I think I got a call at like six o'clock p.m. and I looked really close to that train uh-huh. yard, and they were like, "Yo, the Gotham trains are laid up in a different spot in between the freeways." And it looks like, and it's on a turn. So there's a spot where they definitely won't like be able to spot. see us yeah. all a, a blind spot. Exactly. And I was like, I'm game. I got pain. Hey, fuck yeah, me up. And I was like, you guys are fucking crazy. And we fucking hit it. Yeah. We did like filled ins top to bottom. A few. Like we crushed. Yeah. Silvers. God, graffiti's <laughs> fucking. It was so fun. And we totally got away with it. I love we it. We ran and across the it. tracks, jumped yeah. the fence. We, had... we got spotted, but nobody chased us. So they, the they must have figured it out. Yeah, like dude. just 10 minutes later. That, oh, that's why those guys were they running were out of the running, train yard. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck. We had them. Fuck. Oh, that city's so fun. Yeah. That's that's rad. Some of the best and some of the worst times of my life are because of fucking graffiti. Well, but that's also too. the me thing. Too. Yeah, that's always the thing is like once I did get caught and go to jail, I was just like, oh, like that's it? Like, yeah. Fucking, yeah, it depends. I'd catch up on all my sleep. You it, know what I mean? Like, I, like, this is fucking not for, like. No, because that was my experience. I got locked up for felony graffiti vandalism yeah. in Albuquerque. I spent the afternoon in jail, but they released me. I had to do seven uh, Saturdays worth of community service. I didn't pay a fine. Yeah. You know, it was more of just like an inconvenience and an embarrassment. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't the end of the fucking world. Right. But if I had maybe had that felt... Well, and mine got dropped to a misdemeanor. They always do. huge. Not always, but... Yeah. Um, But, like, that's what I'm saying. If I was in California, they might have given me the full felony charge. And then if you get those, you got three felony strikes... That's heavy. Yeah. You're in for Especially a long for time. fucking graffiti. Like, that was the lame, besides the food, because I was a vegetarian <laughs> yeah. at the time. Uh, it's like answering that question. You got you know, show your paperwork and shit. And they're like, you fucking in here for, like, you ain't even making money. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you're fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? You know? It's like, well. What a waste of time. Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody's in here because yeah. they're making money or, like, you know, it's it. It's like, you're fucking. 
Sure. Now, that was my uh, interaction with folks in in jail. They were kind of perplexed as to what the fuck I was doing there. Like, you're an idiot. And I told (laughs) them I was, like, a graffiti writer. And in Albuquerque, they assumed I was the dude doing all the graffiti. Yeah. The dude. Yeah. They called the one person. There's only one person doing all of it. They got it. Yeah. It was my dorky ass. Yeah. And they're like, no shit, eh? You're the You're You're the the one making all that mess. Yeah. Fuck, bro. You've been fucking shit up. They got you, (laughs) huh? And I'm like, no, no. There's like hundreds of us. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's like a whole cultural thing. Like, yeah. And it's not all just gang stuff. Yeah. They were really confused by it, you know? And even when I did community service and we'd be in the van, like when it would rain, we would just sit there and drink Gatorade or whatever and they'd smoke cigarettes and we would just say what we got busted for and mm-hmm. what was up, you know. And they always had such a good laugh at my story. Yeah. You know, it's just painting a, a really nice mural under a bridge <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the afternoon in competition with a friend, you know, and they were just like they had like arsoned whole neighborhoods yeah. and beat up fucking, their wives fuck and murdered and shit all kinds like that. of sketchy yeah. shit lots of drunk driving mm-hmm. people and, and you know trespassing uh, you know felony vandalism stuff all kinds of shit you know what yeah. I mean and my thing was just like damn they threw you in with us yeah. the actual sketchies and I yeah. was like yeah they hate on my judge was like so such a hater I had a I had a recommendation, like literally the head of the juvenile detention center in Albuquerque was there in court on my behalf. Damn, that's why. <laughs> the judge didn't give a fuck. Damn, that's why. Yeah, yeah. My I was on the Albuquerque Anti Graffiti Task Force Sick. as a liaison between the graffiti writers and the city, and during that time I got popped. <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't look And the one dude that knew that I had gotten popped was the head of Juvie because he mm-hmm. was on the same committee and he kept it on the down low. He didn't tell anybody. He was oh, really, hell yeah. he had my back Sick. because he thought I was doing a real service. Right? right? So when I got arrested, he was like, I want you to teach murals to the kids at Juvie to yeah. teach them art and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Creative I'll try outlet. to get that to be your community service so you'll actually be of worth to society. Sure. We don't just have you picking up trash with the other guys. Right. Nah, Doing something I, I, I got trash duty. Yeah. <laughs> Doing something instructive. But I was always really thankful for that guy's friendship. He covered he covered for me. That's tight. A few times. I wonder if he's still there. He was really, really... It's funny to have a friend that's in the the justice system. Yeah. When you're a fucking little maniac. And they know it. And they're still... It's, you know? It's like there are those people. Yeah. You think they're so straight and they're so law-abiding and stuff. But even cops... I mean, do you know? Do you have any friends that are cops? I tattoo one cop here cool. in L.A. Uh, yeah, and I just like I think we're like homies, or I'm comfortable enough to be like just ask them the stupid questions that like yeah. you want to ask cops all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like so, what's the fucking deal with this? You know, yeah, right, right. He's like, all right, well, you know, as a police officer, I got to do you know X, Y, and Z, um, and then I have one uh, kid I grew up with. Um, who's a California Highway Patrol oh, up in like yeah he's a yeah. chippy uh, up in Sonoma County oh, yeah. area okay um, maybe he's Petaluma I think yeah but uh, yeah he's he's a good dude you know like I, we that, always grew up I, skating I'm and punk rock interested in going into this and, conversation yeah because we are on the other side of that I've but always been on the fucking outlaw side like, of the coin 
as far as like you're gonna your run into yeah. people that are fucking cool and doing the right thing. Yeah, he's a he is like a you know a good dude. And, and some he, are fucking dicks, and I think they're the first to admit that that the yeah. people that they work with don't reflect their ethics yeah, sometimes. Exactly, and, and that's what he's told. He's like, yeah, I work with some straight assholes that'll fucking make your life hell. He's like me. I always try to do the right thing and treat people like I want to be treated. You know, the golden yeah. rule. Like you learn it. It's like one of the. I think for, for me, I'm speaking for myself. Uh, it is something that I was taught at a very early age. You know, yeah. yeah Even yeah. if you abide by it or not, it's something that you. I can remember hearing from the first time I was like hearing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Treat people how you want to be treated. Sure. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, so, that's how I'm going to live my life. I want to get into how your development as a tattoo artist has happened. Um, because I know there's a lot of people listening that are like, oh, man, it might be the coolest fucking thing ever to be a tattooer. And, man, how do I get started and whatnot? It took me and so you, long. you found your own way through it. You know yeah. what I mean? It took like, me so long. There's just a... A handful of people that I've put tattoo equipment in their hands. And yeah. Each one has had a different path. Yeah. But you know, I'm happy to say you're, you're working professionals. I am. You know, and you found your own families yeah. of people to uh, associate yourself uh-huh. with, for better or worse. And yeah. you're learning from all that. Yeah. So yeah, tell tell me how that worked out for you. Um, so I was in San Francisco and working for you. I was blessed and and fortunate enough to meet you know some of the best tattooers in the world and hang out and and then know me because of you you right, know right right um and i got uh i got a job at picture machine through your right. your apprentice derek montez that's right that's um, right Another because guy we became found his own path yeah crushing it, it in his yeah. own right exactly. he's like an older brother to me that's cool um so you, I mean, I met him obviously because right. of you, um, and we became and you, friends. You kind of, you know, I think that's something important for people to hear is, you know, it was a network of friends. It wasn't like you went to that shop and were beating it down the door like, hey, I really want to be here. I really want to be here. Yeah, I really no. want to be here. It was like, oh, here's an opportunity. You could probably handle this. Yeah. Let's give you a try. So and you jump at it. Yeah, I, I worked there for a while. Um, cool shop to be at. Dude, it. yeah, it's early, legendary, Especially man. early at, at that point in your evolution yeah. in the business and understanding it. Like the way, that's old school that was my fuck. That was my intro, like... Again, for better or worse. Yeah, that was my that was my intro <laughs> of 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 like being on the other side of the, the gate in the yeah, tattoo shop. Exactly. Like learning exactly. how to deal with people, right. how to talk to people. The importance of that. Yeah. What what not to do, what to right. do, how to right. handle stuff. But it was very. It wasn't. Everybody knew that I wanted to tattoo, and now it's like a a very faux pas thing to like have a counter person. But they liked you. But yeah, that's the I, thing, I, and yeah. you. Roast to the occasion. Yeah, I yeah. you know handled business and I took care of what I needed to do. Um, yeah, but it was definitely like a like oh well what do you uh, what do you how do you set up you know what I mean they're like yeah. fucking get back to the front desk kid yeah, yeah. you know like it's not your job or fucking it's not that time yeah then, right? like chill yeah. you know yeah, like, yeah stop like stop watching me yeah. like just would stop tattooing well, and be like fucking is the phone ringing even though it's a room this size and yeah. you can everybody can fucking hear the phone you know it's just like oh shit I gotta go yeah to the front counter and stare yeah. out the window 
you know yes. it's like before instagram before like well all but of that that's shit the thing is that a, a front desk person in a tattoo shop is an important role yeah a very very I mean, very important role i mean in a lot of cases they're your first contact to the customer mm-hmm. and how they set the tone kind of sets the tone for how your customer is going to deal with the actual tattooing you know what i mean yeah that's that can be a big big deal and, yeah. and it can be a, a really good and lucrative kind of a gig too yeah. if you're really good at it and you've got a shop with a lot of people and everybody's tipping you out every tattoo. Yeah. It was, shit can dude, add up. I was, it, it was can tight. be a really good gig. Yeah, it was tight. I like yeah. I loved fucking every minute of it, you know? Yeah. Maybe not the long days, but like whatever, you know, fucking it's work. It's called well, work sometimes for Sometimes there's long days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should be like that sometimes. Yeah. But, but uh, I, think I think it's really, I mean, did you learn about like pricing? If customers, kind did, of? did you deal with any yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, kind of, but Some it was more like. that where the front desk person knows what's up. sets all that. Yeah. And they know, you know, what the what the tattooers want for yeah. what they do. And, and in some places, they immediately try to get the customer in contact with one of the artists. Yeah, it was both. They work all that. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. both. Like, I had a general idea, but if I wasn't sure, I wouldn't make up a price. It'd yeah. be like, hey, uh, Derek. <laughs> Working half the time at a place like that, you're just telling them the minimum. Yeah, you right? know, and it's like, well, the minimum is X amount, and then yeah. it, it could vary... Depending on the intricacy of, of yeah, it could vary depending on the intricacy of the design. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Pretty much at its core, the more lines, the more detail, the more expensive. Exactly. That's like I, you know, that's easy. The easiest way I can convey that. Yeah, and when were you? What year was that that you were there? Um, that must have been two thousand and ten. Oh, okay. I think cool. I could be wrong by a year, but like I think that's. 2010 because I was working for you still and then I was working at the Tat Shack yeah um and going to school kind yeah. of um so yeah I think you it was like busy. 2010 or something yeah and you were writing a lot yeah I mean, your, your name was all over the place there. I fucking tried hard have we even said what you write no I don't want to it doesn't matter okay yeah it's all good though yeah it's yeah it's just funny like sometimes you, you talk for an hour with a writer and we haven't mentioned the name yeah yeah and writer's like alright well who is this guy yeah. that Mike's talking to yeah, I know he's Francisco yeah what's his, what's his alias yeah like yeah fucking Batman yeah I always like to keep it cutty cool yeah I always like to keep it cutty that was a huge topic of conversation in the late 90s when I started tattooing as far as how what title you're going to use professionally because a lot of us had put in a lot of time as graffiti artists and knew that a lot of our clientele was going to come from it through the graffiti world right and so you wanted to have your tag name in you know part of your title sure you know, I mean, that's really how I ended up with Mike Giant. And it was, you know, I was working at New School at the time, mm-hmm. and Paco was going through the same thing. It was like, I don't know, should I go with Francisco Valles or should I go with Paco Excel? You know, it's right, like the homie right, name right, or, right. The, or the legal name yeah. kind of thing. I hope I didn't blow you up just now, Paco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think his name on I don't I don't follow him, but I it saw his Instagram. Instagram. I should fucking that's follow the thing. him. He's a grown ass man. I mean, yeah, I think it is. A, I, I think, think a very nice. It's a beautiful name, Francisco yeah. Valdez. That's that's fucking fresh. You yeah. Know? But um. But yeah, I mean, professionally, he went with Paco Excel, yeah. and we worked with. Uh, 
Jason uh, Condell, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. didn't want anybody to know his yeah. graffiti name. I don't Damn, think he he's wanted a great, anyone he's a great to associate. Style. Like, he had a great fucking I have a huge style. graffiti piece from him. Yeah, he has a huge. great... I mean, he's a fucking amazing tattooer. Yeah. But, like... But I don't think people realize As far as graffiti goes, like, how, dude, he was sick. Well, he was the king of San Francisco yeah, definitely when did I it. was coming up in the mid-90s. Yeah, he definitely did it. Where everybody had filled in throw-ups and tags. He, he would a do burner. a wild-style piece with a background. Exactly. Yeah. A fucking burner. By yeah. definition. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that dude. He's and I would see burning life. He's got a fucking burner tattoo. Like burner in the tenderloin. Yeah. Barely dark. A lot of people walking around. And he's just like silver and black. Just rocking out a nice little... Like Southern California style straight letter yeah. in San Francisco, and it was such a shocker. Uh-huh. And I remember just walking through the TL too, and he had a good eye for spots. I always thought, and there would be a lot of these ones. He would get at the end of an alley, kind mm-hmm. of a good long one, mm-hmm. but you'd look all the way at the end, and there was B L E S in a fresh style, and you were like motherfucker, because he could have hit so many along the mm-hmm. alley. But he hit the end knowing that you're just going to turn and boom. You can see it there because you can see graffiti on the sides of the walls, but you can't fucking read it. (laughs) Unless you go down there and check it out. But the average walker buyer that's not going to stroll down an alley to take a look. That's the thing with uh, rooftops in San Francisco, too, with all the hills. It's like there's so many of these spots where you just crest a hill and you can look out and there's somebody's got a rooftop that's yeah. totally invisible from the street yeah. but when you're in that particular cor- at that corner uh-huh. it's obvious as fuck yeah. and you're like wow you did it those and it was it was like the generation after um Jason's stuff that I think they really exploited all that rooftop shit like fate and norm with mm-hmm. those huge blockbusters that mm-hmm. would be really invisible from the street, but from certain perspectives, just like incre- like the goddamn Hollywood sign. It's yeah. obvious. Just like, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Do you remember seeing a lot of that, For that sure. era when they were absolutely. painting with uh, rollers and extensions? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I'm a big lover of like physically large graffiti. Yeah, it's you know impressive. I mean? and, and man, those guys fucking rule that shit. Yeah. You know? And really clean. Like, have you ever tried to do a, so a sick fucking roller, like crisp outline and shit? It's yeah. so difficult. And to do it with on an extension at yeah. night, like, yeah. can't see shit, you know? And then on like, a t- I mean, sometimes it wasn't, you'd go and do the fill and then you know yeah. come back and do the fill again and then come back and do the fill again and then come back and do yeah, the outline or whatever I know. or if it was all in one day like to try and do that at night before the sun is coming up and then not get caught is like it's, it's no, impressive they were incredible feats yeah for sure for sure so you you were when did pic- you picture when machine did you, you did picture machine and then where did you end up ever and then i was at everlasting um oh, yeah. hanging out yep, yep. um and I, I was there uh working and covering for jerry um right and then that's a which, hell of an opportunity too talk yeah. about the next step up kind of from picture machine yeah and i'm and i was also just approach fo- pretty much following Derek. yeah yeah you know because no. that was my dude and he knew that i wanted to tattoo but he wasn't in a, in a position to fucking exactly. apprentice me you know right. what i mean so right 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 but you help your homie yeah and then um, and they need people exactly and you already had experience yeah like i knew yeah. what was going on and i knew mike 
Davis through uh, you, and yeah. he seemed right. to not hate me. You know what yeah. I mean? So he let me <clears> like, be tough up. to deal with. Yeah, probably. and like yeah, he yeah. he he seemed he to take you. a liking to me. Good. You know, so yeah, I, I was feel like able, you know it when he likes you. Yeah, you for know? and you definitely know it if he he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, even if like you know before I started uh, working there or whatever. Uh, like I could go in and fucking hang out and ask questions until they got annoyed and you know or go through the fucking library and be able to photocopy shit you know like that yeah. kind of stuff is is yeah. priceless is like well that's the thing like you did have a great that's why I wanted to talk about the evolution of yeah because you, oh, yeah, you yeah. did have a fantastic foundation it was a real slow build kind of it thing took me a you, long you know? it took me such a long because I just thought showing up was enough you know yeah it's like I have all of these great friends and I'm here like with my hand out like what you know and it, it took me a long time to fucking figure out that showing up just wasn't enough you yeah. know, like it, there needs to be Helpful proactive at a fucking. Learning, but yeah, yeah, in the end, there's got to be motion forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was yeah hanging out at Everlasting, and then um, and then became friends with the Idle Hand guys, and and uh, and was hanging out with them, doing the same thing, and um, I Holly offered me the job, the day I fucking to be a shop hand. Uh, yeah. The day I fucking moved to LA. Uh, it was like timing. Fuck, like yeah. But you know everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. So like sure. you know, I just uh, maybe I'd still be a shop hand. You know, yeah. maybe I wouldn't be tattooing at this point. Yeah, um, who, yeah who fucking? It's like silly to like think about Again, the shit that because the shop hand job is a pretty fucking good one. It's tight. It can be. Yeah, yeah. you're you're part of the team. You kind of learn that, but like, you don't you go have. In, like I'm gonna be a tattooer, and they're like, yo, this job's pretty tight, and I don't actually have to. I don't have to like sweat it out. Yeah, I don't have to bodies. sweat it out and fucking do yeah, it. And, like, yeah. and I can just like <laughs> kind of be a derelict and like as long as I answer the phone and get all the paperwork sorted yeah. and like set yeah. them up and break down exactly. and like lock the door at the end of the night. Like a, it's That's, it's a fucking sick job. And you get yeah. free tattoos and like yeah. Yeah. you get yeah. to meet cool people, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah, it was I was living a young man's dream at that time in my life in San Francisco. Right. Um... Yeah, yeah how but did uh, things work out in LA. I mean, you've been here I met, for met, a, met a chick years and um, now. yeah, met a chick and moved down here. Um, Whitney, Whitney, um, and she was already living down here, but she's from San Francisco, born and yeah, raised. Yeah, I met her up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and we, I met her. I we met a friends uh, like in because I was at the time in San Francisco, I was bartending and trimming pot. And trimming pot was. I, like, I still that. don't even. I make more money at that point in time trimming pot than I was bartending. Yeah. Like I could come back with twelve hundred bucks in my pocket for uh, a fucking ten hour I day. I remember the, the trim jobs were. You were just so thankful for them, dude. Even though they were difficult and you had to deal with difficult yeah. people, sometimes you were like, "No, this is a trade I have skills at, and I'm in this." I can you know, do it. Yeah. And they pay cash, like boom. It's so rad. I could work you for a week. Bust your ass, fuck too, yeah, you? dude. You were fuck yeah. In, like sometimes I would the shifts. I'd ride my bicycle. From San Francisco to fucking Fairfax. Wow. Which is like... Gnarly. I don't I don't even Hours. know. 40 fucking miles of like... 
not the easiest terrain. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, over the yeah. Golden Gate, like yeah. it took a couple hours. Yeah, I'd ride my my fucking track bike to fucking track bike, no less. Dude, yeah, it was insane. I I don't know how I did. It. I probably couldn't do that now. You had so you sure. had energy. Yeah, that's what I remember. You you had that fire in you, and you were gonna make it happen. So I had know? to. I didn't have. There was no like. Yeah. I couldn't not. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, so how did things pan out? Here? So yeah, moved down to L.A. and then I was hanging out at um, Midtown Tattoo, yeah. uh, right around the corner from my house. Yeah. Um, I met them through graffiti. In San Francisco, um, some graffiti some writers. Common graffiti yeah. thing. Some graffiti writers graffiti brought writers. brought them to uh, one of the bars I was working at and fucking hung out and you know got them drunk for free and they're like, yo, if you ever come to LA, hit us up or whatever. It's like fucking cool. So Wit, because uh, she was also friends with them. I didn't uh, know Whitney cool. at the time that I met, but yeah. she knew them. Whitney's always been in those circles. Yeah, oddly. she knew them yeah. uh, before. Before it was mid, before they were at Midtown, yeah. uh, before that shop okay. was open or whatever. Okay. She's like, "Hey, uh, like, what's what are you gonna do in LA?" And I was like, "Fuck, I, I don't figure it out. Like, I don't know. I'm resourceful. I kind of got some friends. Yeah. My resume is pretty sick. So yeah. like, yeah. I, I can fucking figure something out. I don't know. Right. And then I had homies growing weed down here. So yeah. I was like, I'll just trim for them. You know, it's like yeah. whatever. And then and then I can work on my art. And at that point, I was giving art my my go, and I was. Uh, I was like selling stuff and doing record covers and you know skate exactly. or like for little skateboard companies and then uh, yeah yeah just, just shit little stuff doing you know it. which is like I was super grateful and I learned a lot and like yeah. that was my intro into you know being a professional artist exactly um, and then uh, started hanging out at Midtown and they uh, they had just hired a shop manager like. Yeah. Apprentice, like he right. knew he was gonna be an apprentice, but he was the shop manager first, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. into apprenticeship. Um, yeah. He's like, "Fuck! I wish you would have called me like a week ago or whatever." Uh, like, right. I just hired this dude no, no, no. who's no. tight. Yeah, he's yeah. like super sick, That's but they nice. let me hang out and like paint fucking flash and go Good. through their library and just like yeah. allowed me to fucking hang out. You yeah. know, uh, soak it up. More exactly, and more. exactly. And they knew that, and I was, I was tattooing. Each different environment you're learning. From. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they make rad tattoo machines that I use to this day. Um, okay. But they gave me pointers and help, and I was uh, scratching, being a kitchen wizard. Like, yeah. I knew, like, I wanted to fucking tattoo. I just, how am I gonna make this work? Yeah. Um, just doing like party tats, not really taking it seriously, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. You don't even know how to take it seriously at that point. Yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to put a tattoo on Exactly. A like I'm yeah, just yeah. mimicking what I've seen for the last right. 10 years of my life, right. you know? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> then they told me about this uh, opportunity at, at another shop, and they're like, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Uh, but you could probably fucking learn to tattoo. Yeah. Like fucking packed my shit up, went over there, told them, gave them a verbal resume. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they didn't that's, even. There's no like. That's the whole world. There's no fact checks or anything. No. Like I could have fucking made all this shit up, you know. But I didn't because sure. that's not my nature. But like. Well, and it's easy to check on your information if it comes down to it. Yeah. You need to check on, dude. At that point, I don't think they. It was more of just like a like fucking whatever. We'll try it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I... So you were able to start banging away. Yeah, I got the job as a manager. And at that time, I was working on the biggest 
maybe still to this day like the biggest art uh, job that I've had was for Element Skateboards. Oh, right. Doing the Nigel yeah. Houston Those uh, and Grayson Fletcher Skateboards. Yeah. Right, right. Which is like a fucking dream come true. I still can't no, even believe it. Yeah. And like, I don't even have it digested that I yeah, I have made. Yeah, it's like a right. childhood no, dream. the same way. Check same mark. Way. Like, yeah. I made a, a, my own original art is on a, a skateboard post. that is around the world. You know, like, yeah. that's just a heavy thing to think about. It is. Um, it is. Yeah, and, and crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah, but I was working on those, yeah. uh, and I like I already I worked in shops forever, not forever, but like a, a long time. A long time. Um, yes. And my uh, m- my experience in tattoo shops is from San Francisco, which is like the yeah. you know one of I, the again. I think that's a great way to understand how the the business can be operated in different ways, and you got to see the San Francisco style. It was you know? it's a it's a, a whole different. Thing, you know, like the well, the minimum sure, is two hundred dollars, and right. and I would just like there's no, like you're not gonna get a fucking hand tattoo if I don't see any, yeah, visible I mean, no, right. nothing on your yeah, neck, yeah. No, you know, that, like I've had that policy, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. first day someone's like I want first tattoo on my throat or something. I was like, well, do you have it? You know, I, I yeah. know how to talk to people. And it's just like, do you have any yeah. other tattoo? Like, I don't see any. Like, yeah. maybe you should put it somewhere else, man. You know. And then I got fucking yelled at and be like, you're. Oh, you want to be fired? You know, like just like, dude, like that's you can't do that. You know, like I can fucking do whatever I want. Like is you know, da 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 da. And it's like exactly okay. I get it. You know, yeah. And then um, yeah. So yeah, all valid. So yeah, I just fucking it was like it was a a different experience. Um, and then and I was working on that art, and I asked the the boss man. I was like, hey, uh, is it cool? Since I you know I know how to uh, run a the shop and run the floor you know yeah. like efficiently yeah uh, I, I'm gonna have a lot of downtime is it cool if I work on my own art you know and he's like yeah, yeah fucking whatever as long yeah. as you you know you yeah. handle your business right. he's like alright cool the next day I brought in the shit that I was working on he's yeah. like yo you, know, you know. did this yeah and I was like yeah, yeah. And he's like what for and I was like element and he's like, yeah. "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Yeah, they, I, I already got, I already got paid." Yeah. He's like, "Wait, what?" You're already a working professional. Yeah, and he's like, "It just like he had, like clicked, Something and he's clicked. like, let me talk to you.'" And then he fucking took me outside, and he's like, "What's your plan?" Or like, "What are you trying to do here?" Or, yeah. I can't remember how it was worded, but I was sure. like, "Man to man, I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. I was hanging out at this shop, and they told me to come here, and that I could probably you'd teach me how to tattoo." And he's like. And you're not supposed to say that, you know. But I'm not yeah. gonna fucking lie. And like, I didn't have anything to lose. Like, exactly. I think if anything, I was, I was, I was the time not making. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. not at that point in time. Like, I'm, I'm not gaining. Like me working here as the shop, like the hand. Like I, ha- I could make more money doing. Yeah. Anything else, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I told him that, and he's like, "Word, give me X amount of time of your life, and uh, I'll teach you to tattoo." Well, we gotta wrap this up. Unfortunately, oh, can you catch me up real quick to yeah. like where we're at now? Yeah, now I'm at uh, Mark's tattoo in uh, East Hollywood. I Joshua got tattooed there yeah. two days I tattooed ago. You. Fucking great, nice shot. Fucking an unreal experience to tattoo yeah. you. Uh, totally. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm under the roof of Joshua Marks. He's yeah. fantastic He's cool. human being, stand up guy, excellent business. Um, yeah. Fucking great tattooer, making American traditional tattoos. Yeah. Um, 
the way cool. that they're supposed to look. How can people find you on Instagram? Uh, my name is Mr. Francisco Agudo. Um, at Mr. Word. Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all one word, lowercase, um, yeah. on Instagram. So you can holler at me there. Yeah, please do, folks. Yeah, thank you Francisco. so much. Fuck yeah, Fuck, dude. Thanks for doing this. Thank you so much. Word up.